the line of on Dafayin Hey on the four lines down. Rameir Omer. This is where we actually speak out the two sides. Rameir Omer. Exactly what we're arguing, what we just said. Rameir's opinion is ishto. A person is fine with his wife going to the rabbi and going to Bezdin to get it to get any vows removed. And therefore it has to be arranged that, that if there if he divorced her for the vows that that require the Chachamim that he will not be able to take her back. And Rabbi Lazar Sabra ain't other brothers and therefore and therefore the fact that a Chacham could fix it is irrelevant. The vows are still a reason a valid reason for divorce because the person doesn't want that she should have to go to a court. And the only reason why it's an issue is for the is for the vows that he could have removed himself. Okay. Now that's um that's one uh one answer here. Okay. So now we're going to offer another another take. Rava Amar. Rava says, "You want to know what's going on over here?" Um, we're talking about the woman comes from a very highly uh, special family. Ishachashuva coming from a very very desired family, and she has uh, family members that are also eligible. And that's what it says. He says, I'm not interested in being prohibited to any of her relatives. So I want the marriage zero, zeroed out as if I'm never married to her. Because if I am married to her and then I have to give a get, so then I become automatically prohibited to marry her sister or to marry her mother, whatever. You know, her her daughter, whatever it is. The point being is, I want to marry into the family, and that's what's going on over here. And that's the pshat in uh, that's the pshat in our in in, in our <coughs> case over here. Okay. <coughs> so the verse is Yaki Seifa. What about the Seifa? The Ktani Avalhu Shalach Etzel Chacham. In other words, what is he explaining? He's explaining why is it. Um, 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 that 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 the chacham betira a tarofa vrifa ena mikudeshes. That's because he doesn't want he doesn't want the marriage at all. Because if he's going to be kedushin, then he's going to be stuck and not be allowed to marry the next person. That's what's going on. Okay. So the question is... So he wanted a null, not terminate. He wanted it nullified, right, a null. Yeah. He, he prefers it to be a null because he wants to still marry into the family. That's the idea. So, if that's true. In other words, really, what he's saying is, is that really, in general, people don't care that, uh, about vows that a Chacham could get rid of. That's fine. But over here... If he's going to have to divorce her, if he, you know, he, then, then it's going to mess up his ability to marry the sister. So I'd rather just, I don't care that you could go to a Chacham and have it removed. I, I, want to be, I want to be able to marry your sister, so therefore let's, let's make it as if nothing, even if you could go to a Chacham. Now, Yachid, the problem is, Seifa, what about the next line? What if it's the other way around? He went to the Chacham and knew the Chacham was Mater Isneder. Or he went to the doctor to heal his blemishes. Um, the Kedushin is still there. 
Okay? So, listening anyway, so it should be so the same she thing. Complains that he Meaning, yeah, the other way around. She was the one who had conditions. Right. She only wanted to marry him if he had no house, or marry him if he had no plumbshes. And he went to the doctor. It's all a good condition. Why? And that's in both cases. Maybe say the same thing. It's another Chashav, and she wants to be able to marry his brother, or his, or, or his, or his father, or somebody. Yeah, it's right. Damra, she could say, I don't want to be usher in any of his relatives, so why do you make it into a good condition in both cases over there? So this cuts into the, the core difference between men and women. A woman doesn't matter even if the husband is chopped liver, even if he's nobody special. She's, happily, she's happy to be married. And Kedirish Lakish, as the Rish Lakish teaches, Tam Rish Lakish, Tavlamaitiv, Tandum, and Mesavarmalo. It's much better to live with just another body, even if there's not much companionship with that body, okay, than being alone. That's uh, loneliness for a woman is extremely, extremely uh, painful, okay? So that's one, one thing. Not anymore. Society teaches otherwise. Okay, well, this yeah. is the yeah, fact. Society, look in your home. It's the facts. It's the facts. Can't change it. Listen to this. It's very. It's a pretty sad, but it's an insight, psychological insight. Even if the husband is like an ant, okay, meaning not much to speak of. The bottom line is, in stature, in 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 the strata of society, she's still a married woman. The married women sit in the married women table. Right. They have a, they're part of that part of the society. Nobody's looking at well, who is your husband? Who's that person's husband? You're a married woman. You get to sit there, okay? So it doesn't matter even if he's a, a nobody, okay? That's one thing. Repapam uh, or another line. The nafsagavra bava. Even if the husband has a lowly job, he's uh, involved in whatever menial labor that smells bad. She's still happy. Um, she's still the wife is called uh, cool wife. Right, she's happy to be called a wife. Okay, and she does not embarrassed to call to call him on the stoop of the house to sit next to him in front of everybody, even though he has he's a garbage man. Let's say, for instance. Okay, Rev Ashiamar de Kalsagavra Kidra. If you're even if your husband is comes from a family with questionable, you know, not not the not the most reputable family, still she doesn't even need uh, lentils for her food, which means um, she doesn't even ask from him much. Okay. Uh, however, <laughs> uh, a marriage that's just for uh, to be the uh, shame. The same being married isn't necessarily a good thing, because they're all, all these wives who aren't really satisfied with their husband, they'll make believe that they are, but it's all, they're going to be cheating on their husbands. And, it's a marriage rule. And, right, it's not exactly a very strong marriage, and they'll say, oh, the child is from the husband, when it's, it's not true. Okay, so that's the story. Brings us to the blemish uh, So we said all blemishes that that are that are absolved by the uh, by the uh, by for Kohanim, that qualifies as a blemish if he puts it as a condition. So Tana, 
We learned those Yivalein, they added on a few more that are not there for the Kohen, but they are there for a woman. Okay, what are they? Zeah, Vishuma, Vriachapet. Okay, Zeya means she's uh, sweaty. She has a condition where she sweats a lot. Shuma is a mole, and which is not a which is not a blemish for a coin, but it would be a blemish for a woman. And bad, bad breath. Okay, it's a condition, physical condition. Um, so, uh, what, what kind of mole is this? Some disfiguring. On the we'll face? get it. We'll get it. We'll get to it. To it. You think, you think we're going to leave a mole like that without the yeah. discussing it? Is it a visible? So is it a hairy mole? Is it? A, it's all discussed. It's we'll just, we'll find the exact good. details. We don't leave something I'll like that un, un you know not not clarified. It's you're right. It's too vague. Okay. Vehani um, These aren't aren't problems by a kohanim. One of the things, an elderly person, ill ill kohen and a mizuam and and vitnan momenila being vomen over it's possible by a coin. So those actually do qualify. Even you know the the sweaty coin is a problem. So I'm Rav Yosi, Rav Chanina, Lokasha, Kamazia, Overes, Kamazia, Shein, Overes. Some you can help uh, get rid of it. You know there's uh, antiperspirants and things that you could do temporarily to get rid of the sweat, and then it, you'll be able to serve. And but uh, while you're very very sweaty, that is indeed a problem. And um, um, and that's the as opposed to uh, in a married woman, it's a it's a bigger deal because it's not a constant thing. That's the idea. So the Gemara says, Ravashi Omar Zeya Mizum Karamis. Two different things. There's Zeya and Mizum. Mizum means it smells from body odor, right? Um, and awesome Kabe Kohanim. When it comes to Kohanim, Efshala Avra Bikiwa Dechamra. You can get rid of it with uh, some whatever, like uh, wine. It's like uh, it's made out of wine, whatever it is, alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, there's things you could do, and that's why it's kosher. It's not a. It's not a. Uh, what's called? That's mizuham. It just smells better. Somebody has bad breath. After did not get pumi. You could put a, you know, take a tic tac or whatever it is, you know, uh, to freshen his breath. and you could do avoda like that. But for a woman, when you're married, it's not like a momentary thing. That's why it's a bigger deal. So Gemara says, That's the question that you want to know. What, what kind of mole are you discussing? What's the case? It is baser, if there's hair growing on it. Mm-hmm. So, pasla. That's psul by, by both, by both uh, uh, Kohen as well as a woman. And is baser, if there's no hair. So, if it's large, even without hair. So, that also is psul in both cases. If it's small, and it's not a problem, a small mole. You know, is is not possible either. The Tanya's bride says Shumashish Basair Arezamum, that is a mum. Aim Basair Gedola Harezamum, Ktanaim Zimum. Basic Gedola, what's the size? Uh Pirish uh Rav Shimagamil Adki Isra Italki. It's the size of the coin. I don't know how big an Isra Italki is, but it's a pretty big mole. That's a, a, a large, large mole. Rabbi Yasarubanina. We're talking about a small mole, but it's where it's located. It's on her forehead. So Gemara says, what's the problem? Padakta rov in a He saw it and he, and he had no problem with it. You know, he didn't think of it as, uh, you know, he, he liked it. Whatever, you know, it's a, it's a matter. So if you see it 
and you want to marry her, you can't say on the end condition that you don't have a blemish, you saw it. Okay? So It's just at the borderline of her head covering. And that's that's why. So he had not seen it before, and now he's able to see it. And that's the difference. Amrav Chizar of says, I heard this from a great man. Who is that great man, Rabbi Shilo? Kelev. The woman was bit by a dog. And they left a mark uh, that, you know, the wound never healed with. They left a permanent mark. That qualifies also as a mom. Even though it wasn't there naturally, okay? It was due to a dog bite. Now, I'm scar. Right. A scar, Big right? Skull, yeah. yeah, a scar from a dog. I don't know exactly what a telecus is. Um, does it translate it as some. Um, just a scar? I think it's a specific type bite. of. Just says a scar, okay. Harezemum. A deep voice for a woman. Also qualifies a woman. Because a woman should have a sweet voice. So that could also qualify as a blemish. Um, how did he not know? That's good. 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 Gosh. They don't talk, you know. It's a quiet. She's very quiet. Tani Rabbi Nasan Birab. Okay, this is interesting. Uh, he mentioned that if the distance between the breast of the woman is a tefach, which you know four inches, whatever, something like that. So what does that mean? So that's a that's pretty. That's it's beautiful. No, that's another one of the blemishes if it's they're too far apart. Vekama, uh, well, how far is the right far? Okay, in the distance between the breasts. So Rabbi Shalosh has both three fingers. Okay, Tanya learned that Rabbi said Rabbi Nasser Amar Kalisha should do their gasen. We shall have a A woman who has very large breasts, Harez Mum. That also is a Mum. Vekama, how big is that? So Rabbi Maisha Bar Brei the Rav Yoshuban Levi Mishmei the Rav Yoshuban Levi Tefach. Four inches. Okay, that's considered a large breast. Miika, I don't know what size it's called in the, the, the sizes that women use, but whatever. Never mind. Is it that that's very large? Is it is there ever that large? So in yes there is. This is uh, okay. very illustrative. Expert. I saw this Arab woman. She was able to fold over her breast to feed her baby on her back. Okay, that's large. Okay, there you go. Okay, it's very descriptive. Okay, says it's in the bus. Large, it's a problem. Okay, that's a mo- It's a mum. It's a mum. <laughs> How do you not know? Also, is a good question. I mean, you, you saw it and you you it's accepted an it. By God, just think about it. You can do two. It's very convenient. The same time. It's convenient. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Listen. You know. You know, okay, fine. There's no such thing too small as being a moon. That's interesting. It doesn't mention that. That's a good <laughs> question. Too, too small, they don't say. What is this Pasuk saying? Ramesha, the grandson of Rabbi Shuman Levi, says, 
talking about Zion, Yerushalayim, and the special qualities of somebody born in Yerushalayim, they're extra bright, or there's special qualities. It's not only if you're born there, but anybody who wishes to be there. The connection to Yerushalayim is even if you're not there, but you want to be there. Right? So, um, that all um, has that special blessing. One Eretz Yisrael, one person who lives there, is, is better than two people here in Bavel, meaning they're sharper, they're much smarter over there. But one of us, Babylonians, when we move there, then we're like two of them. Meaning when the people from Bavel do go up to Eretz Yisrael, so then they are able to accomplish even greater heights mm-hmm. than those that, are, that grew up there. And what's the proof? That Rabbi Yirmiya, when Rabbi Yirmiya was here in Bavel, he couldn't understand anything. He was, he was the low man on Torah. He saw the class when he moved to Israel. He called us, you foolish Babylonians, you don't know anything. So interesting, yeah, how quickly... You know, the, he changes. He, he changes. He was. He grew up here. He was a nobody. Then he moved there to Israel, and he's saying, "Oh, you foolish Babylonians! You don't know nothing." Okay, moving right along. Mishnah Hayubah Momin. She had these blemishes. But and they, she was still by her father. So Haav at that point. At that point, after Klavi Rayash Misha Mishin is Arsa Hayubah Momin Alalu. That uh, these are no dubah He wants to say, too bad, you married her. Why? Because these blemishes came afterwards. Afterwards, meaning before, when you married her, she didn't have these blemishes. And then the blemish happened. Okay? So, and it's your bad luck. You know, your, your field got flooded. What do you want? It's not my fault. And you have to, you have a chayv ksuva and everything. And then she went to the husband's domain. And Habal Raya, at this point the husband has to bring a proof that this this uh, this uh, blemish that was that he found now was there even before the the uh, betrothal. and therefore it was a mechachtos. That's says this is only possible to be stated. In hidden blemishes that are not in a visible spot of a mumshem, but if it's open, he cannot say that at all. He would have checked it out. And in if there's a bathhouse in her, the woman's city, he's going to definitely check it out. He has relatives, they, you know, he'll tell his first cousin, you go take a bath, and they go with that public baths. So make they sure know. that there's nothing going on and there's no issues, and, you know, before I get married. Okay? So that's the story. Says the Gemara, time it is seemingly there's a bit of a contradiction in our Mishnah. Time it, the Masyav Raya, it's only because he's able to bring a Raya. Hala Masyav Raya, what if the father doesn't bring in a proof that the, that the blemish came later? Habal Mehem, and then we'll leave the husband. Mani, who's that? Rabbi Shui. They must It's going like Rabbi Shua. Who says that, you know, we don't trust the woman. Um, right? In the case of, you know, she's not a virgin. I don't know if you remember, we had that in the beginning of the Masechta, earlier, early, earlier on, Tafid Um We don't trust the woman's claim that it happened later. Um, uh, so we, we, we assume it was there before. 
opinion. Um, and Rabbi Kamlil's uh, opinion. So Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar says, you're right, this question is too strong. Tavram, you can't, you can't connect these two. The Reish is going like Rabbi Shua, the Siv is going like Rabbi Kamlil. First of all, don't think that Rabbi Shua's opinion is, it's quality, he wants you to understand Rabbi Shua properly. Don't think Rabbi Shua's shita is, is that we never take into account the cheskas haguf of a woman, that she, she was born a virgin, and we assume that that chazaka plays a role. That's not what's going on. El kilo azul Rabbi Yeshua bas chazaka gufa. When is it that he doesn't follow the cheskas haguf? Hechad ike chazaka de mamona. That's where he has the chazaka on his money, that the money is in his possession. And you, all, you want to be motzi the mamon from him, you need a big proof, Okay. The, uh, that's where, between the two chazakas, he validates the chazakas amaman over the chazakas haguf of the isha. Aval But if there was no, the money is not in his possession, uh, then, then he will follow the chazakas haguf. How do I know that? Okay, meaning it's not like he disregards completely the chazakas haguf. He just... He just, it doesn't have as much weight as the Cheskas Mammon. That's the idea. Titania, listen to this. Brysa. In Baharis Kotem, Liseyar. We know there's laws of Tzaras, right? So one of the Simanim of Tzaras is there's the white on the skin, and then there's the hair. So what if the, if the white skin was there before Kotem Maser Lavan, Tamit, then that's Tamit. But if the white hair was there first and then came the blemish, then it's a tohar. What if it's a suffix? Tummy. In case of doubt, it's tummy. And what is Rabbi Shuomer? Keha. Keha means it's weak. What does it mean weak? So my keha, amarabha, keha tohar, means that it's tohar. It basically means is that we give a, this person wasn't born with saras, and if you don't know which way it went, that the hair came later, again, if the hair came later, then it would mean tummy. If the hair was white before the tzaras was on the skin, then it's tahar. So the cheskas aguf was that this was not tzaras. You want to say that there's tzaras? We can take into account the cheskas aguf that, that it's not there. So that's so you see that Rabbi Yeshua does va- value or give credibility to a cheskas aguf. That's the idea. So um, that's one answer. So the answer is, basically, it's not an answer, but basically we can't connect the ratio of the Mishnah, which is taking Rabbi Yeshua's side, where we don't validate her Cheskaz and the Sefer, where we seem to validate the Cheskaz So what, that's the first answer. Rav Amar, it's a big difference. Reisha, by the Reisha, Kan Nimtzu Since she's still in the Father's house, and that's where you found the blemish, so the blemish was probably already there before. In the, from before. That's why. And Seifa, Nami, Kanim, Tzavkanoyu. And since they first found it in the Seifa by him, so it probably happened by him. And it, didn't, it wasn't there before. That's the Svara. Okay? And that's why the burden of proof switches. 
by the father, it, the burden proves on the father that it wasn't there earlier. Um, and by the, by the husband, he has the proof that it was from earlier because the assumption Before is that it happened now. That's the basic Rava's understanding and it, and, and it fits with Rav with Gamliel. Now, Eisvei Abaye, Abaye says, Nechon Solvishos Abal, when she um, comes into her husband's domain, that the blemish was ready before the betrothal, and therefore this was a mechachtos, a mistaken purchase. He has to prove it that it was before betrothal. But not after the betrothal. If all he can show is that it was already by the house, by the father's house, then it should automatically be on the father's proof. I don't have to prove. In other words, the husband should only be, need to prove that it was there while she was still by the father's house. And since it was there by, when it was by the father's house, so now the burden of proof is on the father that it wasn't there before the betrothal. Okay? Um, so... That's the question. The reason why is because there's another chazaka. A person, um, there's a special, you know, nobody's going to drink from a cup without checking into the cup before he takes a drink. Make sure there's no bugs in it, okay? Which is an uh, expression. But it means that if, before he consummates a marriage, he's going to make sure that she doesn't have any blemishes. So it's really a high rub in a fias. And the point is, he most likely knew about it and was fine with it. That's the problem. Iach, um, that's true. So then if that's the case, so then even go back to... Let's say he could prove that it was there from before he even betrothed. Um, it still should say that he probably say the same thing. Uh, so what's so so? Isn't that the same thing? Person, but he must have known about it and he was fine with it. So what? He found out that it was from before. Ella, I mean, it's different chazakas that play a role. Chazaka, you know, the mefayis for a moment. Typical chazakas. Most people are not okay with any blem, any old blemish. They people care about those things. Okay. So, so, and it's the same thing here. So, the difference is this. When, once it's after the betrothal, you have two. There's a cheskas of that, you know, she was born without blemishes. And also, and therefore, most likely, he knew about it and he's fine with it. And I rub and That's what. That's you know. There's you have two chazakas on the side that says that that uh, that he's that 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 he should be a, that should be a good marriage. My armor chazakin and the mafayis be moment have a chad bemalkam tarti. That's one against two. One chazaka that can be two chazakas. On the other side, the chad bemalkam tarti law meaning you don't accept it. And actually, Tzaris, if he was able to prove it before the betrothal. Then you can't give the he proved that before the betrothal this was already there. So forget about the Cheska Sagov. We know that it was there before the betrothal. Now what Maika Cheska Chazaka in Adam Shosa Bikosalum Kimbotko, you must have known about it. Pai Ravin and Faisu, Adaraba, you could say the other way around. Chazaka in Adam Faisbu Mumin. Pamin Mamin al Khazkaso. Now you have the money that the money is in his pocket, he shouldn't take it away. So that's why. Um, that's why things change. Until you can prove that it was there from before, 
to remove the cheskas and go factor. Otherwise, it's going to be two against one. Two chazakas beat one chazaka. The other way around, it'll be two. It'll be, it'll be. Uh, you know, you took away one of the chazakas, and it, you know, it's, it's it's two against one the other direction. Anyway, stop over here. Yeah, very good. Uh,